Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host and the creator and founder of this global broadcasting community. Welcome to our brilliant and beautiful listening family. Thank you for the gift of your time and presence today. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to this show, uh, what are you waiting for? It is free. Uh, you'll get news about upcoming shows, uh, replays from all of them, and lots of free gifts by going to straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also find us on iTunes and YouTube and in our private Facebook group as well as Instagram. Uh, just enter Straight Talk for the Soul to find us. And then please forward our emails or share our website link with your loved ones. It is wonderful to walk hand in hand and heart to heart with so many of you from around the world. And I love experiencing this journey of spiritual expansion and exploration uh, with all of you. It is, it is an incredible adventure. And I'm excited that you're here with us today. Uh, Jill Renee Feeler is with me. And there is a lot of excitement in the air. Um, Jill and I always have an amazing time together, and I know she has a lot to share with you today. Uh, she always does, but today just feels, it feels kind of epic. It feels, I'm feeling, here's what I'm feeling. Exceptional energetic explosions are in the air, and you guys are just, yeah, fasten your seatbelts. Um, and I say that, but let's also breathe, slow down, place your hand on your heart, and relax in preparation for this because uh, it's going to be really, really powerful for, for all of us. So just give yourself the gift of opening your heart and receiving all of the insights that your soul intends for you to hear today. Uh, and we welcome your feedback. Uh, so please rate and comment on the show on iTunes. And if you're listening to this live, we welcome your questions and comments on the webcast uh, Q&A uh, in that box. So um, I want to know how you're feeling, what you're experiencing, questions you may have, or anything else that you want to share. Uh, this community is intended to be a safe haven for you to feel supported, honored, celebrated, and appreciated. Uh, so don't hesitate to reach out and say hello. Okay, so as I mentioned, uh, my co-creative partner for today is the amazing Jill Renee Feeler. She is my soul sister, and we are here to play in some powerful energies here with you today. Um, on this call with Jill, she's going to partner with her team and the goddess Isis, uh, sharing 2019 light code activations, messages, love, and I'm sure plenty of laughs, as there are always lots of laughs with Jill. Uh, Jill will be she will be guiding us through an experience for you to activate your light body for the most expanded 2019 energies. We'll talk about what we're missing from our process and being our light here. Uh, we'll talk about where positive thinking approaches break down and stop working. Uh, she'll offer a message from Goddess Isis, and we'll talk about accessing more of your higher self and practical techniques that work. We will address the question, will the disruptions to our light ever go away, and can we ever be high vibrational enough to bypass the distractions to our light? Uh, Jill, is a, Jill is an exceptional um, channel for the divine. She really is. I've known her for many years. She invites us not um, 
well, she, let's put it this way. She invites us not into, um, well, into other dimensions of ourselves, of our light, um, as well as another spectrum of our humanity. She is bold, and she is boldly setting the stage for 21st century spirituality, ushering in a way for us to be divine while also being wholly human. She embodies awareness, wisdom, and unconditional love that turn present-day spiritual teachings on their head. Jill offers her audience and her clients bold, game-changing tools for bypassing the limitations of this age and for connecting directly to your eternal energy field and your inherent sovereignty. She is a published author, a dynamic speaker, a quantum teacher, and a professional intuitive. And Jill's bold, bold ideas come to life and awaken the soul for even the most advanced spiritual seeker. Her latest book, Stepping into the Platinum Age, A Firm Foundation for Your Light, is smart, humorous, deep, and sure to stretch your heart and your mind. Uh, Jill's ongoing collection of work guides is like a laser beam to our own personal connection to Source God for increased joy, true freedom, and less nonsense. <laughs> uh, please join me uh, in extending waves and waves of love and light and so much appreciation to Jill as I welcome her back to the show. So Jill, welcome back. Hello. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I'm just, I'm absolutely buzzing. I am too. Um, I just, I feel this sort of like on the mountaintop, like, okay, new heights, everybody, new vision, new perspective, all those things. Because I, I know that it's so easy to feel stuck here. And mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like a, like a covert operation uh, spy in a way between our eternal selves in, in the all that is and mm -hmm. our humanness. It's like, okay, there's, you know, we're stuck as our humanness. Uh, what don't we know? What are we distorted in? What new information would help us? Okay, yeah, Jill, go tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Get on that, Jill. Um, <laughs> well, like we were talking about before, you know, expansion means that we know that something new is about to happen. And, you know, it just feels so exciting. Like I feel super excited today with you, Jill. I mean, I always do. Like, as I mentioned to you, we did a show together five years ago today, and we've been in each other's lives for longer, much longer than that, but yeah. um, I have loved watching your evolution and your boldness and your um, <laughs> no crap <laughs> delivery. Like, it's just no BS. Like, you just, but you know what I want to share, Jill, with this audience about you? that I know because I know you very well. You are like this no nonsense, like get it out there. I don't care what anybody thinks kind of person. You are also you also have one of the biggest hearts I know. Like you are so compassionate and sensitive that you could draw you could cry at the drop of a hat. You know, like if something touches you. It's a really unique and powerful dynamic combination um you know who you are in this lifetime jill and i'm so grateful mm. to know you like i mm. love you so much <laughs> oh. oh carrie thank you for that and i i i love you so much and i it is it does come from love and i think it would it would take something as big as love to to get me to take some of the risky steps i feel like i take mm -hmm. um in terms of saying things that I know are going to be controversial, um, offering truths that I know are the opposite and contradictory to the most popular teachings within enlightenment and consciousness and spirituality. 
um, it takes it takes a big motivator to to put yourself in that very vulnerable position. Um, mm-hmm. And I do feel like it it is my love that that helps people hear it, consider it for themselves, because it's all about 100% about the liberation of our eternal light in this reality. That's mm-hmm. why we incarnated. And I do get not just annoyed, I'm. I'm really <laughs> mad at all the ways that, that beings like us, that we incarnated for the purpose of being our light, and yet there's so many false systems here that, that steer us into these schools of enlightenment, and, oh, I have to learn how to do this, and I need to read all these books, and, oh, I don't know everything yet, and I'm just like, oh, I so understand that, that trap and that, that mm-hmm. path, but if anything that's keeping us from the realization and the acknowledgement and the claiming that we are eternally light. We, our souls are fully ascended. It's a lie that we would incarnate on earth to, to grow and evolve our soul because it's not there yet. That's a, it's, a, it's a lie, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's a part of me that's uncomfortable saying it that way, but it is that way, and I've seen the the amazing results and very unstuck <laughs> experience yeah. that people have by really sort of getting deeper into questioning some of the big systems that most of us walk around with in terms of, oh, well, yeah, we're here to wake up the planet. I, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a light worker. I'm a way shower. Are you too? Yeah, we're here to we're here to help humanity awaken. And as I stepped back at some point, because I thought that too, I, I remember feeling that way. And wow, what a powerful, upgraded, delightful feeling it is. And then at some point, it didn't take too long into it, I said, but wait a minute, Jesus, you probably you probably could have said that too, right? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, no offense, brother, but it didn't work because that was thousands <laughs> of years ago. And Earth has not awoken yet. And he smiled, he goes, you're right about that. And I said, so if you were thinking then that you were awakening the planet and we're thinking now in our timeline that we're awakening the planet, then maybe we're wrong too. And he just got this huge smile on his face. And then Metatron stepped in and he said, yeah, maybe it was never about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. let's highlight that, Jill, because that's one of the big, you know, things that you talk about that a lot of the spiritual teachers you know say we're we're here to save the planet we're here to rescue earth and that's one of the things that you highlight that no that's not the case we're not here to rescue anybody or save the planet so let's clarify your message that opposes that teaching okay uh there's a lot of steps to it so let's kind of let's kind of pick the the biggest one the biggest uh falsehood of that system is that everyone incarnated is here to awaken. And that is not true. There's a huge amount of souls that incarnate on Earth because it's not awakened, because they're curious, um, because they just want to see what happens in a reality where you're allowed to forget that you're God. Um, there's, a, there's a safety net. There, there's a view, those veils that a lot of us talk about, that we want to remove the veils and thin the veils, those we put those veils there because if you're going to create a reality where you can forget that you're God, you want it protected so that nothing within that, I want to say, experiment or um, reality can 
alter in a negative way the eternal self-energy. So it is kind of like a safety bubble. You could think of it like a terrarium, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're not stuck here, though. We put, we, we put ourselves here, Every, all beings did. At some point in, in the experience of the all that is, their eternal self said, hey, I heard there's this thing called Earth. I heard there's this thing called humanity. Um, I want to check that out. Oh, it doesn't take much energy as the eternal self to create a human. So so that mistruth, lie, mm -hmm. um, misunderstanding, distortion, that's the, that's the main, uh, that's one of the starting points of the problem is mm -hmm. this idea that everybody is here to awaken. They're not. And you know what? They don't need to awaken. Their eternal self is fully ascended, mm -hmm. amazing, awesome. They're not bothered at all by anything negative or harmful. <laughs> right. And it's not our job to wake them up and no, say, exactly. get on board so, with us. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, that was a that, – I'll never forget the time that my team – because I, I, too, walked around thinking – Oh well, you know, so and so's got to wake up. You know, I got to get my family members on the on the ball here. They're they're behind the they're behind, right? They got to get going. They better get started. Um, and I and then I checked in with one of my loved ones or friends, eternal self, and I'm like, what should I do? And they're like, nothing. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, wait, you're okay? That your 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 humans not meditating? <laughs> I know they're not. <laughs> um, you know, just. And their eternal self's like, yeah, I know, I know, Joe. They don't, they don't need to. And I'm like, but wait a minute. I thought, I thought they were here to awaken. I thought everyone was here, awake, here to awaken. You're not bothered by this? And they said, no, not bothered by this. I love my human. And there's free will, and and I get to observe, you know, what they're doing there. And I'm, I'm doing all these other things. So my human isn't a, a burden to me. I'm not hoping it gets to a certain level of the game. If it does. Uh, realize me as what I really am and what it really is, that's great. But it's not required. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. and, I, and then I thought, yeah. well, if you're not worried about them, <laughs> why the heck am I worried about it? <laughs> right? Right. Right. So, not draining so, ourselves with that burden. Yeah. Yes. So I played with this. I, I was like, okay, well, let, let me just try that out. Let me try out that that idea. My love my respect, my true honor for these loved ones in my life increased. And that's always a good sign, right? Mm -hmm. Because then I could look at them as their sovereignty of who and what they are as their eternal self while acknowledging that their human self is, is, may not be a great reflection of the eternal self and pleased with the grace that that's okay. So I wasn't trying to save them. I wasn't hoping they turn into something else. And Carrie, what happens is you align yourself in the position of being unconditionally loving mm -hmm. of who and what they are, which, I mean, what an upgrade, right? Oh, I and, agree. I agree with you. And you mm -hmm. can have the intelligence and uh, discernment of acknowledging what they're actually choosing to be in their humanness. If, if they're a jerk sometimes, <laughs> right? If they drain your energy sometimes. Um, when you're not trying to save somebody, you can have a much healthier relationship, not just with others, but with yourself um, amidst whatever they're choosing to be. Um, mm -hmm. So it's big. You know, there's, I want to, can I touch on another layer there? Yes. Um, a group like this tends to be extremely talented, and I would say masterful, 
at acknowledging and looking for the soulfulness within all other forms of life. It's a it's a gift, right? So when you accompany that with a with a falsehood that you're that you're here to assist them in stepping into that divine energy pattern, you actually use a lot of your energy hoping, mm-hmm. helping, um, even putting ourselves sometimes in in harmful, compromising positions, or at least it's not uplifting to us, it's draining to us, mm-hmm. for the hopes of, well, if I can see their light and no one else can, I, I should stay, you know, I should stay close to them, I should offer them whatever they need. But they're not trying to awaken. If their actions are clear that they're not trying to awaken, not even desiring to awaken, not not curious about why you meditate or do the things that you do or think the way you think, then that's a that's a huge distraction from us being our light. I so agree, and that's why, you know, in this community, community and your community where you offer all of your sharings, um, we certainly don't force people to be here. And if they show up, then that's wonderful. And like you said, these uh, any any time we're trying to save, saving is draining. You know, they equate to saving equates to draining our energy, so that we um, aren't shining as brightly as we can. And um, you know, Jill, you're someone with a very strong, uh, powerful intellect, and I've known that about you since we've known each other. And I want to briefly mention for those who may be new to your work that, you know, when you woke up, it wasn't, I mean, you didn't come into this lifetime, like, remembering all of this stuff. You had a pretty um, normal or or, um, traditional type of upbringing and uh, went to graduate school. You had a a corporate career, um, very successful at that. And it wasn't until you were, I don't know, um, 35, 40, I don't know, somewhere around there, you can can correct me, um, that all of this came about for you so what i the reason i'm mentioning that is because you have a very powerful mind and so everything that you share um, is delivered from that perspective which i really really honor and respect and appreciate but give people a little bit of a snapshot of um about that that you feel is important because there are a lot of people who they don't come online or however you want to phrase it to all of this until later in life and and it's perfect and it's okay Mm. or through a crisis right um Mm -hmm. exactly a lot of people awaken because of you know they you know there's this uh hero's journey of hitting rock bottom and then and then the phoenix rising from the ashes i didn't burn (laughs) so so i was okay (laughs) you know it was all right um and i i can see the uh the purpose in in i think my unique journey um i'm very much an outsider in i and I kind of am like, am I making that up? No, I'm not. Because most of you know a lot. I would say all of you. It would not be hard to find anybody listening to this that knows more than I do <laughs> about what's out there <laughs> in terms of mm-hmm. books and teachings and messages and, you know, Hinduism and probably speak, uh, you know, different languages related to, I can't remember the uh, Sanskrit or something like that. I don't know any of that stuff, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So. I came into this as an outsider, and I do feel the value in that because I'm not attached to those teachings. So 
so I am looking at things in a very logical way, and I'll never, you know, I just, I, I keep saying I never forget because it, to me it's so. I remember the sense of liberation through all these aha moments that I had, where I tried out what I think is the sort of uh, standard uh, views and energy patterns of enlightenment consciousness, etc. And then at some point, going, well, wait a minute, uh, you know you know, Metatron, because I do have this connection, and, and obviously I did there for a reason. You know, Metatron, what's with law of attraction? That doesn't make sense to me. And he's like, oh, why? And they love, it's very conversational. They're not like, you know, oh, Jill, the answer is, you know, it's a discussion, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Why not? I said, because it, law of attraction kind of makes me feel like we're supposed to be magnets. And he said, yeah, and he's getting the smile on his face. And I said, but we're not magnets. He said, well, then what are you? If you're not a magnet attracting some other thing. I said, we're creators. We're creator mm -hmm. energy. And he was like, that sounds, that sounds like an upgrade. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. um, so there's these series of, of moments where, you know, oh, we're supposed to be neutral about everything, you know, zero point frequency and, you know, we're supposed to be all, you know, non-judgmental and all these things. And at some point I'm like, okay, now wait a minute. If you really take that to its literal interpretation, what that's supposed to mean is that source creator God is indifferent about things like murder, is indifferent about things like deception and lies and scams. And that's not the God I know. So I was like, okay, so is zero point frequency and all this, you know, talk about that kind of thing, we got to be neutral and, oh, don't be judgmental. And Jesus came in and he was like, it's good to be judgy on earth, Jill, because you're exactly right. God is not cool with murder and all those things. God isn't cool about a lot of things that happen here. But it, it free will and unconsciousness make for a powerful and sometimes destructive combination. Mm -hmm. But free will and consciousness can also make a very empowering, enlightening, valuing um, light and you know liberty and honesty and values and cherishing life and the blessings of having an incarnated body so that you can be your love and your compassion and your wisdom and your grace and she's saying even your fieriness in the case of someone like Jill if you're like her mm -hmm. um it's just it's it's a it's a powerful opportunity for us to have our own humans to be this to be whatever we are led to be in a way that we feel makes a difference Right, um, and it's exciting, and so many of us have stepped away from our families in an in an empowered way, right? Things that we didn't like, maybe um, about maybe how we were raised, or you know the beliefs that were may, we may have felt imposed on us. It's cool that as an adult we have the authority to say, I I disagree. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna mm -hmm. I, I I feel this is true. I feel that is true. That's an that's an example of the creator energy we have. But then some of us unknowingly stepped into what felt like an upgrade, but it's actually a, a recipe for feeling stuck because it's disconnecting you from how your eternal self actually views and uh, knows you and this reality. Yes. Um, I want to highlight, Jill, that you know, you, you've you've mentioned it on and off throughout our time together so far today. You know, you have a, a very strong connection with what you call your team, which is, you know, as you um, 
casually but beautifully mention your connection with Jesus and Metatron is like, yeah, I was just talking to Jesus and, you know, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> for those who don't know you, you have, uh, you have uh, developed and nurtured this connection with your team, which is Jesus and a lot of the, you know, it, it's a broad team that you work with. So who is part of that team, Jill? And you had mentioned, you've mentioned God and I want to know because um, you had sort of a traditional upbringing with religion, and then you moved into all of this 15-ish years ago. What What is your definition of God now? The loving source creator of all, of, of everything, including the time-space continuum, um, you know, including physicality. It's, there's nothing that isn't God. So the the mind wants to, but what about, you know, this world doesn't look like God. You're right. This world doesn't look like God because this reality offers forgetting that you're God. And when we forget that we're God, sometimes we do really, really ugly, stupid things. Mm-hmm. So this reality mm-hmm. is not a reflection all the time of God, but, but you can also look at it in other ways. Um, the love, like I said, the compassion, there's so much beauty here. Um, so that's, I guess, it's a, it's a beautiful question. I probably didn't do it justice in terms of answering it. So let me just go deeper. This is like, I can help. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> I think this is part of her team, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. What is God? What a beautiful question, sister. God is everything you will allow it to be to support the loving, caring, most glorious version of all life. Allow it to be that. Allow it to be not just an inspiration, but a source of comfort when things don't go according to plan. Allow it to have the grace to um, give you that hug, even when, when you're beating yourself up about something. Allow it to have the wisdom that things actually do make sense when you look at it from the right level of reality and the right level of truth. The truths that are true whether you believe them or not. There's a, there's a sacred divinity in that sort of energetic uh, reunion that can not just guide you, but uh, propel you, not to anything other outside of yourself, but directly within yourself, as to a sense of purpose, to a sense of inherent value, to a sense of authority, to a sense of love. That was much better, Isis. Thank you. <laughs> I think I never know what I'm going to ask you, Jill, because you know we could all, we could go in a million different directions and have fun all day. But um, I, I appreciate that. And you know, let's let's talk about your team. And you know, we're gonna you know our topic for today really highlighted your connection with Isis and bringing through her messages, but. When you talk about your connection with Jesus and Metatron, Archangel Metatron, and Isis, Goddess Isis, all of these beautiful beings, um, 
How do you perceive them, Jill? I mean, do you perceive them as a higher aspect of yourself, a separate, um, a separate energy from yourself? How do you perceive your team? Okay. So this very, my answer very much relates to what ISIS was just offering us, right? Mm -hmm. A platform of authority, a platform of love, a platform of sovereignty, and I'm going to demonstrate that here. I, I know myself as Jill as an embodiment of anything source energy will give me access to, to be my me, to play this role, to be a loving, caring, wise, discerning, intelligent, um, and, <laughs> and flawed, <laughs> right, individual as human Jill. So they feel like me and different, uh, I want to say, flavors of me. Um, so that's why it does feel sort of like a sibling dialogue. They don't tell me mm -hmm. what to do. Um, it is a very um, casual sort of, uh, in like with, with your best pals, right, That you, where there's mutual respect, um, mutual like, well, this is what, I, this is what I'm seeing. What do, you, what do you think? What are you going to do, right? Um, it's they they don't want to take me over and and that wouldn't <laughs> that a Trump saying oh we wouldn't even try with you <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't work right feel like that yeah and and they had to be clear and and the reason I call on my team I mean this is this is the weirdest part even for me as Jill is that I'm still very much that that MBA. Uh, strategic sort of planner, sort of like, okay, now how are we going to explain this? You know what I mean? How are we going to get this decision up the chain of command at Hewlett-Packard so that they understand what we're trying to do here and we get the funding and, you know, this team gets the resources it needs to go kick butt in that area of our market, you know? Um, that part of me is still there. So it, it, it somehow makes sense to me that I have access to knowing and uh, truths and things like that, that I as human Jill never learned in this reality, couldn't learn in this reality. Mm -hmm. And that I have an ability to interpret it, almost like interpreting another language, and put it into a human structure that can be heard and felt and considered and acted upon by my fellow humans. Um, so I call it my team in a very general way because when I ask them, like, who are you, right? And this was an experience. I did this guided meditation thing, um, like probably a lot of a lot of people here have done, you know, a guided meditation to discover your guides. And and when I did that in that meditation, and of course first I had to learn figure out how to meditate, which I was better at than I thought I would be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a really strong brain. Um, and I was I, I felt this huge energy, like Wembley Stadium, Madison Square Garden, sort of like tons of tons of peeps there, right? And mm -hmm. a spokesperson came forward in that in that metaphysical experience and and I said, Who are you? And and they said, We are you And I said, Oh, okay. <laughs> Jill, we will be whatever you need us to be and will allow us to be to support you in your role here. So I will let any of those energies show up as long as they're at that vibration. And, and now I don't even have to think about it in terms of, is it honoring of me? Is it honoring of all life? Can I feel their love? 
can I feel their love for me and love for this reality? And and we've got a really, really like amazing system going now of really, really expanded ideas that, that again, it's all about setting free the light. And I am okay if it if it annoys people or bothers people. Um, because some of the truths that, that people are walking around with are making them stuck, but they don't see it. But they mm-hmm. won't question those truths, or they won't question that teacher, and I totally understand why. Um, anyway, so my team can be um, very uh, contrarian to, to what's here I, for a reason, right? Um, because there are many different ways that humanity can move forward, but there's only so far it can go with limited teachings that are at odds with how our eternal self and our source creator God energy look at things. Mm-hmm. Well, when you mentioned the contrarian aspect of the messages, I mean, wouldn't you agree that, that because it's coming through you and you're human, that it's filtered through you? So if you have a perspective that might be a little bit more fiery, it's going to come through that way, right? Yeah, that's very true. Um, and that's that's actually a fun point because I mean I've been asked before you know well you 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 know you channel Archangel Michael or Metatron and you know it's different than Archangel Michael or Metatron messages from other channelers why why would it be different mm-hmm. and I love to just say you know are you different with other people exactly are you mm-hmm. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. so yeah I mean when I interact with Abraham it's a, it's a very different message and I I call him out I'm like I don't like it how sometimes when I when I come across your messages through other people, it sounds condescending. To me, I feel an energetic pattern of sort of patting patting humanity on the head. Oh, if it weren't for me, you'd really be, you know, screwed up. So you just listen <laughs> to me and everything will be okay. And, you know, I kind of tease him about it, but I'm like, I don't like that. And he, he just kind of shrugs his shoulders. He said, it's an upgrade to them, Jill, or they wouldn't be listening. I'm like, you know what, you're right. But that's not how I interact with Abraham. Right. That's not the Abraham mm-hmm. I know. And it's never the Abraham that I would communicate as. Right. See? Well, oh, I just offended a lot of people. No, you didn't. Um, I, I don't feel I that didn't you did. I didn't. I well, somebody did. probably would go, well, I like those Abraham teachings, you know. And and if it is an upgrade, that's I don't want to get in your way. If you have a system, if anyone has a system that's working, go do that. That's awesome. But I know that some at some at some uh, version of the experience here go, okay, I feel stuck, <laughs> right? And I I do have gifts for being able to say I know exactly why you're stuck. <laughs> so here, consider right. this, consider that. And most of the time, it's like, oh my God, seriously? Like, wow, okay. And see, I had my own versions of that, right? Seriously, mm-hmm. God is not neutral about murder. Oh, that's cool. Yay! <laughs> I like that God better. <laughs> Well, I love that everyone offers a different flavor, variation of expressing divine energy. And, you know, I happen to love Abraham. I happen to love you. I happen to, you know, it's about taking the aspects of anyone who is is being their light and sharing their messages and taking what works and, you know, leaving the rest. But And that can change and shift from moment to moment, day to day, year to year, you know, where we open up and we're, we're able to hear messages in a new way. So say someone didn't like what you were sharing last year, but maybe today they hear you and, and they're able to hear it in a different way. And do you know what I'm saying? So I really honor and value everybody who's stepping up in their light and bringing forth messages from the divine um, in their own flavor, in their own way. And uh, mm. and I really love your way, you know. Oh, and, thank uh, you. 
You know, <laughs> you you wouldn't be on the show otherwise. You know? Oh, by the way, I love I love that about you, Carrie. And I I mean I'm I'm gonna toot your horn for a minute here. For every I think your audience knows this, but I do want to point out I. I'm really I am choosy about which shows I'll go on and the the two that I go on the most. I deeply respect how you are extremely discerning about who you have on the show and and why you have them on the show because you are feeling a sense of I want to say honor and responsibility for the materials and advice and energy patterns of what's offered. And I mean Carrie, I know you as amazing beacon of liberation and freedom and honor and so all rooted in love. So it's an honor to be here um, to get to share with your audience and alongside you, truly. I love it. And I love every time you come because I never know what's going to happen. And I, <laughs> well, and let's talk about that. Even this morning, I mean, you had quite a, um, an experience, you know, we we had set to talk about, you know, some specific things, and 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 we have, and we will. But what happened this morning that kind of came through that you felt was significant with regard to what you wanted to share here today? Oh my gosh! Okay, whoa! I just I just was like with my team. I'm like, how how uh, how particular are we going to get about what came through? Okay. Oh. oh. Let me just make sure everybody's on board with this. <laughs> if, I mean, if I'm shooting myself in the, like, like, nobody will ever want to listen to you again if you say this, Jill. Okay, let's just say it. Okay. Isis is like, I can help. <sighs> okay. This morning, what we helped Jill more clearly see is that this framework of offering intelligent, love-based humans, a false artificial structure that they're here to save the planet is really the makings of what most of you call, and hold on to your heart here, a cult. Cults take people out of the value of their own lives and into a bigger purpose. And true sacred energy would never want you to step out of your human life, your human energy pattern, for anything. Because that's asking you, in a way, to disregard your eternal self's authority and decision and creation of deciding to make a you to be in this reality. There's a self-sacrificing manner of all cult-like experiences. And you can identify it in many ways, some of which is, again, the sacrifices one has had to make through relationship sacrifices, through financial sacrifices, stability sacrifices, dependence on things outside of itself or the organization or the movement to take care of it, um, Lack of authority, in a way, of being asked to make purchases and fund things and donate things that you, uh, if you had better clarity, you would not make those same financial contributions. Um, but it feels selfish to use that money to just go on a Hawaii vacation or get your nails done 
or get a massage or just, you know, buy a new car, I mean, whatever. So there's a, there's a request of a big ask of selflessness that is used for the sake of that false structure. And the, the weirdest thing about a timeline like you're in right now on Earth is that the reason a cult-like experience is even, even successful and even gets off the ground is because the story is so good. The story is absolutely captivating in terms of who wouldn't be just, I mean, jazzed, especially in the timeline that you're in where it's, it's hard to feel of value. It's hard to feel inherently purposeful and, oh, well, my life matters. I'm, my, I'm making a difference here, right? It's, it's hard to do that without, without a, a sense of knowing um, an inherent connection to that you are source creator energy in so in so such real eternal infinite ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it is uh, it makes it easier for any artificial structure that is a cult or cult like to um, engage uh, potential members and and keep them there and keep them busy and keep them secluded and keep them away from the rest of the human race in many ways. Um, under the the separate bubble of oh we're we're doing this and Jill just you know like oh my God I mean this morning because we there are many times with her that we you know we say you know you may want to watch this uh, TV series you may want to listen to that podcast and she doesn't know why right she's not as human Jill going oh this is going to be relevant to the role <laughs> the role I play as Jill <laughs> and the connection I am. But she's been she's been uh, very curious about this the Scientology, and Leah Remini is an ex Scientologist, and she has the series on I think it's A and E. Yeah, I was guided to watch some of that myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. And she mm-hmm. watched the second series, and she watches it like she's studying. She's listening and noticing the energy patterns of the before and the after. And it, it really wasn't until this morning that we showed her the, the strong comparison. There, there are definitely differences. There's no violence, right? Um, like apparently there is in Scientology, but, but the, the dynamics are there. The, the pitch that they have in the show of Leah Remini saying when she was a Scientologist, if it weren't for Scientology, humans would not evolve. That, that yeah. could be word for word except the Scientology word what many enlightenment, consciousness, uh, new ageists, you know, sort of say and walk around with as their identity. And is an an upgrade from their life before? Possibly. You'd think it would be or they wouldn't still be, you know, with that sense of identity, right? But it's going to run into a wall every time, any time, that that sense of identity and sense of purpose, if any time it's different than how your eternal self is looking at things, it may feel expansive for a while, but eventually there's going to be a point of, of hitting that bubble and mm-hmm. feeling stuck and wait, I, you know, I felt so, I felt so expansive and like things were really moving for a while and then, and then it kind of feels like stagnant, what's going on here? And what you're doing there is you're running into that wall of that false mm-hmm. structure. And it, it is challenging and difficult to, to step away from it because it, it takes a very healthy sense of, of eternal uh, self to be able to question all of those things. 
So well, I I appreciate it. Like what you're saying, you make a lot of bold declarations, but I can appreciate them because at my core. Um, I trust you, Jill. I really do. I, I, I honor you and trust you. And, and I'm, you know, you're you're brave and you're bold, and you come out there and say things in a way that's going to trigger some people. And I'm sure the word cult triggers a lot of people. But what I'm hearing, and I want to highlight here to this community, is what you're saying is no more self-sacrificing to the point of diffusing your light or your expansion because unfortunately a lot of people in these light worker communities are selfless to the point where they don't have money to survive and this is what we're talking about Jill um, which is something that I am very aware of in these communities um, you know that the the lack of of abundance and a lot of these things flowing because so many of these beautiful, beautiful, well-intended, well-meaning beings are so selfless to the point that um, they're not focused on their own ex- their themselves. And that's what I'm hearing you say. Is that partly what you're sharing? Oh, it's right on. And it's a it's a nice addition actually to what to what I was getting this morning, Carrie. So thank you for that. I. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I hope that I hope that your audience is hearing this. This is me and Carrie alongside each other as participants in this industry with concern, concern about anything that the, I mean, there is such beautiful light in this reality and, and on this planet and in a group like this and in those any of those other groups that have any sort of cult-ish sort of um, uh, qualify qualities, right? It's it's it doesn't have to mean that anyone had ill intent. The the false structures are so good that even those participating it aren't aware. There's nobody with you know horns coming out of their head going hee 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 behind the scenes um, in this. It's it's just a huge misunderstanding. And I um, Isis just said that's not true, Jill. Damn it, I didn't want to say this part. What I was also shown this morning, and it started to come through on the lunar eclipse um, two days ago, is that I can see energetically that there are some sort of uh, key leaders, uh, key facilitators of some of these groups that actually know, and they've known for years, that Mm -hmm. humanity is not going to awaken anytime soon, but they don't for they're not choosing i wasn't they don't have it's not that they don't have the ability they have so much themselves sometimes invested in the false structure that they almost feel themselves trapped within it how do you say literally to a group that you've been leading that could be in the hundreds of thousands tens of thousands even a couple hundred it doesn't matter if you've invested your identity in being the leader of a group that is here to save the planet how would you at some point say, you know what, guys, that was wrong. We're not here for that. And and you were amazing and purposeful and, and divinely, you know, inherently sovereign even before you mm-hmm. came across this work. You were born sovereign. You were born as a bringer of light, whether you, you know, do this meditation or join this group every Sunday or, you know, 
spend this amount of money on all these programs and are spending thousands of dollars, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars on your spiritual development, you know what? I realized that you were always light, and that's what it means to be eternally light. Yeah. That's, that's um, a hard I, I love, yeah, this is a beautiful, enlightening conversation, Jill. And to me, um, it's all about empowerment. That's all I've ever, ever talked about, whether it was in my books, in my shows, or in in the messages that I want to highlight on this show, Jill, is um, empowerment, empowerment, empowerment. And that's you. everything with you is all about sovereignty and empowerment as well. And that's what we're talking about here. And it's interesting because for my radio show for this coming week, I'm, I'm talking about guilt-free living and demand-free living, and and this kind of falls in line with that. This, I think that any time we start to feel guilty about not giving enough, not doing enough for the world and for the planet to the detriment of our own um, self-care, you know, there's a problem, and. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're talking about here. It's not about don't help others or don't have a compassionate heart, but it's like if you're doing things to the detriment of your own well-being to where you have nothing left to give and you're doing things out of guilt and obligation, that's when you need to make a different choice because that's not, you know, that's not supporting you sharing your light, which is why you're here. Is that kind of what you're feeling as well, Jill? Yeah, I completely agree. And again, every time you you offer it something different than I had that I hadn't seen, and I agree with so Carrie. Thank you so much for that. Added to what that beautiful expression that you just shared about, um, you know, recognizing if there is a sense of guilt, and I love how you added obligation. I'm also going to add the idea of insecurity. Right, that is probably the most popular question I hear um, in in private session work. They they want validation. Or, or advice for how can I be more pleasing in a way to my higher self energy? What do I need to know? What am I missing? As if they are missing something, and as if their higher self is something that they're not, and, and surely they're not measuring up, or surely their higher self has a laundry list of, well, they need to do this, and they still need to work on that, and they haven't he- healed that yet, they haven't cleared mm-hmm. this yet. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's, it's like, give me the to-do list. I'm a child, and I want to get my chores done. So I can, And some people think of it in terms of so I can get out of here, as if the only reason they're incarnated is because they had a chore list. That, none of that is true. So that sense of insecurity is one way to put it. I guess another another maybe flavor of it is any anyone listening to this, if you feel like you're not there yet, wherever that is, right, there's mm-hmm. a lot of misunderstandings about what it means to be a fully evolved um, eternal self and, and a, a, fully enlight- a fully enlightened, right, that is light within. You are fully light within. And in this reality, it often won't look that way. It often won't even feel that way. That doesn't mean you're not eternally light. It just means that you're in a really weird space where mm-hmm. it's it's very normal to not feel like you're eternally light. I mean, think about even just the literal words. We use those words on purpose. Eternally light. Earth is part of eternity. Your human journey is part of eternity. So at what point did it become the norm that, oh, well, I guess we're here, so that means we're not light yet, so we got to work on this, we got a job to do. Somebody tell me how I can be my light. Mm. 
tens of thousands of dollars later, decades later sometimes, um, somebody's like, you know, we're, you know, please tell me. I've, oh, that's what it is. Oh, my God, that's what it is. They've invested so much that they're, they're almost dying to know from their team, please tell me I've done it right. I've invested so much. Well, to me, the investment is in our empowerment. And I, I feel like continual investment in one's empowerment is the greatest gift they can give themselves. And we all need support with that. You know, it's, it's that continual investment in our own evolution, but in a joyful way. Like you said, not in a let's check off the list because I've done it wrong before and I want to do it right now, but like, wow, how can I explore my, the merging of my humanity and divinity next? You know, how can I explore in a different way, in a fun way, in a joyful way? And one thing I love about you, Jill, is you do bring a lot of joy and excitement. And, you know, I like to bring that as well into anything that I'm doing and sharing. And, you know, that's what this is all about. And, you know, I don't want anyone to feel like, you know, they're using this show or anything as a crutch. I feel like it's, um, you know, we're all supporting each other in expanding our light, expanding our our sense of empowerment. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, exactly. Because, and that that's a normal, when somebody, and that's why I do, uh, with hesitation, share some of these things. Because I have had, you know, beautiful beings say, well, if I'm not here to save the planet and you know awaken humanity, then then what what would I be here for? There there could be no better reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is that sense of well, well now what, right? And we just I just had this in a call um, with a group in a call on Sunday. They said, well then now what do I do? <laughs> what should I do with myself then? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag um, now what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, how about living your life? Yeah. What do you love to do? I mean. When, I mean, I just think of somebody that loves to sing, even if they're not a trained vocalist, right? And when they sing, their eternal self is like, look at the light in my me. Look at that. The joy, the the sound vibrations. Look at the way the vocal cords can, can assist in making such such joyful noise, right? It's just like, oh, that's so good. Look at how alive he or she feels. Look at how, I mean, timeless they are in that moment of the, oh, you know, good to be alive right about now, <laughs> right? It's just, like, it's just like, woo, I was dancing to that, by the way, before we went in. I love that. I had I a feeling that. you were. Oh, I was. I was singing and love dancing, our music. Yeah. right? So, so at some point we got confused and thought, well, that's not, that's not quote, unquote, spiritual. Yeah. So, that that feels too good. That feels too normal. Everybody can sing and dance, Jill. That doesn't feel like a way shower. Says who? Right? So <laughs> Pipe down that joy, Jill. Let's get serious <laughs> about this. So Enlightenment. You, crap. Get, exactly. You're way too having way too much fun at this. Right? <laughs> way too much fun. Um, so I mean, when you really give yourself permission that you came here as light. And that there are there are responsibilities of being human, but it's not to save the planet. It's to take care of ourselves, which some of us maybe haven't done the best job at. I know my my health, my weight, my pant size right now is not showing that I've taken great care of myself. Right, a little indulgent here and there. So I mean, we we there are, there are other sort of responsibilities that that seem very normal and mundane, but they're part of being here. 
And there are ways. I mean, I I love the way that each of us can express our soul signature in our in our lives without it having to mean that you've sacrificed so much for a sense of community. And you know who's celebrating what we're saying right now? Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was not a martyr. She loved humanity. Now, I know there's some conspiratorial sorts of like, she wasn't even very nice or whatever, sorts of weird truths out there sometimes about her. But in general, she loved humanity, and she she was definitely um, a champion for the underdog is what she's saying right there. So in her community, I mean, she, she went to great lengths for them. She did it out of love, and it ended up getting more attention than she had expected, but she's just smiling and saying, Earth loves a martyr. They really do. Yeah, and I, I love the, I love your translation of these energies, and I do feel it. I, I feel that her energy is far stronger than um, what has been made available. But one thing I want to highlight, Jill, is, okay, so it's realizing that being spiritual, which all of us here are, is it's okay to be, and I'm going to use the word selfish because it's been so misused and misunderstood in our society. It's sort of like as a spiritual being, if you're not doing what you're doing for the world and for everyone else, then you are selfish and, you know, and that's just, I've been teaching about that, like redefining selfish for 20 years. I mean, it's, (laughs) we came here to, um, it's okay to celebrate your light and what makes you happy. And you don't have to do it all because it's going to benefit everybody else because it naturally will. It naturally right. will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when yeah. we focus on our light and really honoring it, that's how we organically create change around us, not because we're forcing everyone or because we're obligated to, to make sure that they get it. It's like, it's okay to be focused on what makes us happy. That has nothing to do with it affecting somebody else. That's true. I agree. And also taking joy in the sense of taking care of your responsibilities. I really appreciate a made bed in the morning. I'm in my bedroom right now. And I'm, I'm my side of the bed actually is a maid. <laughs> no, wait, I was it was made, and then I got in there. <laughs> so take some notes. It was made, wasn't it? Um, so there, I mean, what brings you joy? Is it yeah. is it a clean house? Is it is it the project of of taking care of your humanness, your your body, your health? Um, do you love taking care of of other people, and are are you respectful of them, and not trying to rescue them in the process, and not taking on too much? Um, mm-hmm. There's just oh, the, the possibilities for us within our humanness, they really are endless. And our natural wiring is, is wonderful to work with. All, what we're really trying to say here is let's, let's lift off the false structures to give you more freedom. That mm-hmm. even going to an X-Men or Spider-Man movie, you know, with, you, with your favorite someone can be enjoyable. And that your team isn't like, well, that's not very spiritual. What a waste <laughs> of time. <laughs> right? <laughs> You should have been meditating. Yeah, I mean exactly for I mean, global peace. Yeah, I go and I'm going on family vacation um, with not just my husband and two daughters, but also my parents and uh, my great nephew, who my parents are raising. Um, we're going to Cabo San Lucas for spring break, and I remember at one point years ago when I went to Cabo, somebody said, "Oh, is there a vortex oh, there?" And I'm like, that. "I'm I like, that's that. 
I don't remember. If, I mean, I don't know if there's a vortex there. That's not why I'm going. There's margaritas, and there's a beach, and there's sun, and a really fantastic pool. That's why I'm going. <laughs> I love those things. I remember <laughs> when all that happened, and you were like, I go to places because I want to go there. It's sort of like uh-huh. in, in the spiritual circles, like, oh, well, are you going to Shasta? Are you going to Sedona? Are you going to yeah. Machu Picchu? And all of those yeah. are wonderful, and we do all those things, but it's okay to also – go somewhere where there's no vortex or watch a movie that's not, you know, doesn't have a a spiritual message or, you know, all of those right, wrong, good, bad things that, um, you know, spiritual circles, you know, it's kind of like a, I don't know. Well, you know what I'm saying. I don't need to go deeper into that. I think everybody gets it. Um, But let's shift a little bit. You know, we were, you know, in our message, we were saying that like, we were going to give these um, messages from Goddess Isis, including um, light code activations. So as mm-hmm. we're talking about all of this normalcy stuff, and then we bring in, you know, the term light code activations and things like that. Okay, so how do we blend the two to where, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. what, what do you say about uh, that? I know. I love that you just did that because even as I was looking at the the copy of what we're doing and everything, I'm like, are we just playing into that whole false structure by the words that we're using? And it is hard. I mean, it is tricky to be like, okay, so I do believe there's a lot of cult-like behavior in here, but how do I describe these, what we are offering in a way that somebody can say, yes, I want that because I know people are going to want what we're doing and they can return it if they don't. Yay. (laughs) Right? I mean, that's an option. And not everybody is going to like what we're doing, but I've I've got a good track record here of like wow that I mean I felt I felt my me more than I did in anything else I did Jill that's what I do right mm-hmm. so I mean the light could I let me just let I this is like why don't you let me explain okay <laughs> this is the message Carrie okay here we go <laughs> okay everybody relax your body hopefully you have a smile on your face because this is I'm trying, like, don't laugh too hard okay. <laughs> The challenges of uh, language and and what are we really doing? And yeah, okay. Okay, good. There are codes. Those are real. There are codes that uplift. There are codes to suppress. Light codes as a language can be used in many different contexts and can offer many different things. In our system of being alongside you, alongside you, shoulder to shoulder, next to you, we are holding out a hand for your sovereignty. We know it's there, and we know how blessed a life can feel when one knows it's there, that your sovereignty is something you never left and is only something you have to claim with zero dollars invested and zero time and zero toil and trouble or study involved. The claiming of your sovereignty, your inherent godness, is something that can happen for any life form in any experience. And it's there whether it's claimed or not. The beauty of claiming your sovereignty within your life, no matter how evolved or unevolved or conscious or unconscious you feel, is that it gives you the inherent energy structure of your eternal self 
for you to do with what you please. For you to do with what you please. Do you want to see a Spider-Man movie tomorrow? Do you want to sing and dance in your car on the next time you're, or even on the subway in <laughs> public transit? You're making some funny looks. What, what brings you joy? What can give you the energy also to take care of the mundanities of human life? Because they're there too. So in this light code activation, we sing the praises of you as your human. We've loved you as your human from the moment of conception. You look at a baby and you say, wow, there's so many possibilities. We look at you and say, wow, there's so many possibilities. It doesn't matter how long any human has been there. It doesn't matter what, you, what you've tried or, or not tried or know or doesn't know. The freedom and liberating of your authority over your life by your tastes and preferences, by your value system, by your preference for solitude or sense of wanting to be around other people in a very uh, uh, festival-like way. All of those things matter. And when you begin to consider or more fully value how uniquely you are your one. You designed yourself to be an individual. To have your own sense of desires and interests and strengths and abilities. It doesn't need to look like Jill. It doesn't need to look like Carrie. It doesn't need to be um, a business. It, it it doesn't need to be any of those things. You brought your light with you. You've been living it all along. You couldn't get it wrong. You've never stopped being a loving, caring, amazing, glorious essence of you. Your eternal self is proud of you every day and is graceful every day and like, oh, darn, that was that was a hard one. That was a hard moment. Ouch. I hope she's okay. I hope he's all right. He, he is. He's going to be okay. That sense of strength of your eternal light is what can carry you through your life from the inside out from you appreciating who and what you are, that you've always been. Those of you that are curious on that question, what a beautiful quality to have on earth. Those of you that are a bit indifferent about what others are doing, what a beautiful quality to have in life. It's as if you put it there, is it not? There is wisdom in who and what you are by nature. When we began partnering with Jill as her Jill, it was late in her 30s. As an outsider coming in, she didn't have the preconceived notions of what it meant to be enlightened or spiritual, etc. She just knew and she felt our respect for her, and she knew and felt our respect for everyone. With everything she does, she is looking at you as a sovereign being 
She is not looking at you as a work in project in process. She is not looking at you as a soon to be ascended individual. She is not looking at you as a as a not yet ascended soul who is here to figure some things out before you can get to any next level. Because of that, everything she does, everything we offer in this experience is giving you a hand to you, alongside you, for your eternal self-structure, for your inherently ascended, always ascended, never was not ascended. The light within you soaring in anything and in everything that you will allow yourself to be. Whether it's picking up the dog poop in the yard, singing in your car, writing amazing emails to people that are having a hard time, giving a hug to someone that looks like they need it, the presence in your eyes when you look at a stranger as you go about your day out in the world, the smile that you give to someone that you love. where you just want them to feel the love of God. And thankfully, you have a human to be a transmitter of God's love here on earth. A light code activation like that gives you the freedom you the far and limitless range of choices for what that can mean. And I want you to notice any part of you that's saying, but how do I do it? What should I do? I want you to look at that because that part of you is probably maybe a 10-year-old sort of uh, maturity pattern of you that is ready and willing to hand over your authority to someone else it deems is more capable than you. And that's what I want you to question, and that's what I would love for you to cease and pause and not do that anymore. Because any advice anyone can give you is just that. It's advice. You get to decide. It's you, not only your day, it's, it's your life. It's your life, and it's awesome. And so it is. I can feel you getting a little choked up, and I think that um, I was too. And Jill, so many people have written in saying a similar message that They've been brought to tears with the the truths that are being brought forth on the show today. And there's nothing more rewarding to me than for people to feel the truth hitting them. You know what I mean? Just I'll share this, um, and this kind of summarizes many of the messages that have come through, Jill. Um, and I, I don't know the name of this individual, but... Um, 
just thank you so much for being open and honest about what you're speaking about here. I was so harsh and down on myself, believing I wasn't doing it right, if I didn't meditate enough or pray for hours. And so I lost so much passion about what I enjoy and haven't done any of those things for years because I felt guilty for even having a glass of wine or making love with my partner. It's just feeling sad and discouraged and um, got so serious about being spiritual. And so this message shared is, is representative of a lot of the messages that have come through. And I'm so immensely grateful, Jill, because that's not what spirituality is. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right? It's just, Oh yes. It's it will at least it doesn't have to be. It's certainly not my version. Well, that's of it. part of it. I mean, oh, we meditate, yeah. but it's not an. Yeah. It, we do it so that we. I mean, but I meditate in different ways. To me, it's music, right. it's dancing, it's walking, mm -hmm. it's being in nature. Um, I don't do it in a forced way, like I have to sit by myself in a corner. And, you know, to me, meditation is just opening that channel and silencing everything and just coming into that perfect resonance with my divine self. And there's so many ways mm -hmm. to do that. And, um, and I guess when it becomes rigid, you know, and we don't feel sovereign, we don't feel empowered, we don't feel free, we feel guilty, that's when things have to be addressed because that's not what you intended for yourself. Right, Jill? Yeah. Well said. Beautifully said, Carrie. Whenever, I mean, with anything that feels like a protocol or a system of, well, this is what spiritual people do, and I'm a spiritual person, so this is what I have to do, right? It's, it's really healthy at some point to say, but do you want to do it? You don't have to, and and then just question yourself. And if I playful way, like, just am I not spiritual today if I don't meditate? Am I am I not being spiritual if I instead, you know, walk my golden retriever Samson on the path behind our house, right? And would my team be disappointed in me? And you know, I think after the time that we've had together, you know the answer. The answer is. I mean, yes, I got my jobs done, so it's not like I'm like, yay, I get to go unload the dishwasher later and do laundry, right? I'm not. That's not going to make me happy and joyful as much as the other things. But there is a sense of joy in getting my jobs done as well. It can all go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow, I I love our conversations so much. Um, they they're so liberating, you know, and and that's. That's my primary intention here for everyone to feel liberated and supported with that. Like I want to support people in feeling excited about this journey and not this heaviness. Like it's such a burden, you know. I so, um, Jill, I want to talk about, um, you know, you a lot of these truths that we're talking about today. I know you you take people on retreats and you you know you mm -hmm. travel the world with with groups and. Um, mm -hmm. You have this Zion retreat that you um, offer. I believe it's on an mm -hmm. annual basis. I don't know how often, but um, you're actually sharing. We decided, or you decided, and we're presenting to this community some of your the highlights from your Zion retreat, which is, um, I, I don't know that it's been shared in a community like this anyway, but um, I'm grateful that you offered this because this is like someone going to one of your retreats and, mm. you know, you and I have been talking for an hour and 15 minutes, but this is, um, I think it's six hours worth of um, of uh, information from that retreat. Do you want to talk about that and why yeah, you decided to deliver this yeah. and offer it? 
And I want to say also thank you to Carrie because you guys, Carrie, help help me. I mean, obviously she knows you guys as as her as her community better than I do. And I was tapping in in a certain way, and she was tapping in in her way, and and it just felt so, when I told her what I wanted to do because I had another idea, and then and we were both like maybe that doesn't feel right, and so we changed it. And when I sent uh, when I sent Carrie the information, she said, "Oh, this feels so good." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it's okay, good, because it feels good to me too." Because there's so many options, we do a lot of different things. But yeah, so um, we have a Zion retreat annually, and at those retreats, every day we share a message from the team. And there's a there's an opening message that we have the first night that we're together, and then there's at least one message every day that we're together when we're not out, you know, hunting for hidden um, hieroglyphs in the in the cave. You know, outside of the park, which is super fun anyway. Um, so the messages that came through, particularly in the Scion, um, there was a group I went with to France on a Mary Magdalene tour. And once I came back from the Mary Magdalene adventure, that was my second time going, everything changed. Every single one of my messages was at a whole nother level of clarity, truth, all based in love. Um, just like, okay, let's just really clear the air here. And it, it felt relieving. It felt reassuring. It felt very bold and very honest. Um, I loved it. And that, so we had like three or four weeks of messages that were very much like that. And my regular audience was like, oh, my God, new level. Like, oh, <laughs> like, wow, thank you. And it teed up everything for Zion. So when we started at Zion, it was a whole it was a whole nother vibrational range that we were I want to say ready for, and it was so cool because many of the people that were there were like, oh, I can't wait because given what we've been doing the last four weeks in the podcast, you know what what indeed glorious is going to come next, and we were not disappointed. the The insights about this, I mean, you know, some of us get really enchanted by the bigger picture of what the heck is going on here. And I mean, how time works and things like that. It's very not just it's it's entertaining, yes, to parts of our mind. It also helps us feel the amazing um, energetic connection we have to Creator energy that creates realities like Earth, mm-hmm. humanity, time, physicality, all of those things. So there's there's definitely some of that. There's um, just a lot of, I mean, light light codes and activations and things like that it's it it's based the real activations they're based in truth again the types the types of truths that we're talking about are the truths that are true whether you believe them or not mm-hmm. okay so six hours of, of activating truths right that that are so loving and so gentle and very conversational i don't um it you know there's there's a lot of ways that that I naturally sort of boil things down and try to make things as relatable and and um, insightful as possible. I'm not I don't want it to be cryptic. Um, I I for as Jill would never do a light language because I I'm so glad some people do it and I love how it makes you feel. But I'm very much like okay, let's speak eternal self to eternal self through these human brains <laughs> so that we can have an applicable like knowledge base to work from as we go forward. So the Zion recordings are a set of activations for us to move forward in our lives from a basis and a foundation of sacred eternal self energy that is liberating, it's informing, it's freeing, it's clarifying, 
And anyone that's been feeling stuck, I I guarantee that you will feel unstuck from this experience. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> kind of like, it. yeah, if they like what we're talking about here, I mean, clearly the, the flavor of our uh, conversation Perfect. here, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's highly unique to every other show. You know, every speaker has a different energy and a different flavor. So those of you who are listening, and we have a huge audience with us today, if you like this flavor, there's more of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's very – Jill's – messages are you know we have a similar vibe in many ways i mean but jill Jill, jill's probably just she's just well firecracker like you know anyways but she gets it out if you like it you're gonna like it for a long time because (laughs) because the people who get connected with you are very loyal to you and they have so much fun with you and they trust you um You know, just like as soon as I I trust you, like I love you, I trust you, you know, I have followed your work. I I mean, we've been, we've known each other for, I don't know if it's 10 years or, you know, we both started our podcast and radio shows around the same time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, but I really honor and love, love, love what you bring through and those who follow you. And when I say follow, I just mean play, play around with you, join the adventure with you. Um, love it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, um, yeah, go ahead. Yep. The other thing with the Zion with the Zion uh, messages that you'll get, I I love to do this whenever I offer a set of materials. Um, we're going to have a, a separate call, a live call just for us in early March, and that will give people enough time to. Most of the time with messages like this, people want to listen more than once. Yes. They're, I mean, a truly multidimensional message. You will a, a sign of a truly multidimensional message. You will hear different things every time you listen to it. That's it. You can feel the layers in it. You can go back to it years later and hear something completely new and fresh to where you are. Those are that, just a tip there. That's a sign of what's really a multidimensional message. I so agree with you. I listen, I, you can listen to it once. You can listen to it twice. But then by early March, it'll be a wonderful time for for then those that participate to email me their questions. I'll go through those that, that, that I feel led by our eternal selves as, as the most expansive for the entire group. And I love that. I love that Q&A time. So that's the bonus call in early March. And then I know there is another version of the offer with private sessions. I, I have been told multiple times, and you can read the testimonials, I, I, don't, I don't get, you know, I didn't, I gave sessions before. I, I think I had received two sessions from people before I started doing sessions. So I'm not very well versed in how other people do their sessions. I just know that consistently I hear from people, even repeat clients, there is no one that does it like you do, Jill. Because you're looking for my sovereignty because you know it's there, I don't get the, oh, yeah, you need to work on this or we need to clear that or, you know, you need to evolve in this way or stop being impatient or whatever. If I find somebody that's impatient, I'm actually saying, oh, you're pretty impatient. Isn't that cool? This is why you wired You celebrate. Patient. I you celebrate, celebrate Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there is a, but I'll I'll call you out on bullshit, you guys, and I just want to warn you. I mean, if you're <laughs> telling yourself something, I say multiple times in a day of my session work, that's not true. <laughs> and they just kind of sit there, what's not true? And I'm like, that's not true, that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they just, it's silent for a minute. And they're, and you can, you I can feel their head, like, expanding beyond that false truth they've been telling themselves this whole time. For example, a very common one. I've been told I'm supposed to write a book. And then I check in with their team and I'm like, no, you're not. You're not supposed to write a book. And they're like, well, oh, 
okay, that's been something I've been telling myself and everyone I know for years is that I'm supposed to write a book. No, you're not. You can write a book, but you're not supposed to write a book. And it changes everything because then whose choice is it whether they write a book or not? Theirs. Right, and it's done joyfully, not out of, oh, my God, I'm going to fail at my purpose in life if I don't do this. Right. Obligation, right? (laughs) Your great word that you added later, earlier is obligation. Guilt-free, obligation-free, demand-free living, yes. Um, Private session. I record every single private session uh, because I know, again, that there's going to be multiple things in there that 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 individual is probably not ready to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a gift that keeps on giving. And that's so much fun. It's so refreshing to hear from your team literally how much they love you, especially when most people, a lot of people that get a session, they're nervous because they're afraid of what their team is going to say because they do know I'm not going to hold back. So, like, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I don't know what I'm going to be in trouble for. And then when they hear from their team, like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. This is why we love you so much. This is why you're this way. This is why you're that way. Um, And then, you know, it's, oh, God, it just feels so good. (laughs) <laughs> it does, Jill. You have, I mean, uh, clearly with what I do, I experience a lot of um, speakers and people who do private sessions and you know, lots of flavors. And, you know, I love yours. Um, you know, I've had sessions with you over the years. Um, and, you, you know, it's, we just had one a, a week ago. I just had a session yeah, with you a week ago. And, um yeah, I trust yeah. you. You know, I have a set. I, I work with everyone before I have them on the show. I won't have them on the right. show otherwise. Uh, it's important right. to me to be able to authentically speak to uh, what they do. But, you know, there are. I don't consistently do that over the years with someone, but with you, I have, and and maybe one other person. But um, anyway, so I, I highly recommend it because here's how you're gonna feel when you when you get off the phone with Jill. You're gonna be like, damn, I'm mm-hmm. just like. Oh, I'm awesome. Like, like it's, I'm on fire. <laughs> it will light and up I don't have to do this. And I don't have to write the book anymore. I can stop thinking about that every day in the back of my mind that I've got to get to that book before I die. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, I can, like, do whatever I want to do. Exactly. What do you yeah. want to do? What do you want to try yes. first? What do you want to do next? It's so You are clear light. and loving. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah, say you're very you. clear. Um, and direct, but and very celebratory, but very loving, as well. And what a great combo! Um, <laughs> and you just light a fire. I just so love that about you. It's just thank and. You. I have to say, we have so many people who have been enjoying the show today, and I want to thank all of you for writing in. And, um, you know, we purposely, purposefully decided that we were just going to have this conversation between us today. So um, I apologize to those of you who have had your hands raised, but hopefully the information that's come through has been beneficial and uh, to all of you. And based on the feedback that I'm reading here, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it was. Um and we would love to hear more from you guys. So I'm always, you know, I love uh, coming back and reading all these comments from you. But um, and Joe, we could go in so many different directions. I feel like we've we've done a a great job today. Kind of, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really know what we were going to talk about. We kind of had an idea. We always just let it flow. <laughs> and um, I, are you are you feeling good and satisfied with where we went today? 
I feel great about what we did today, and I do want to say thank you to everybody. Like I said at the beginning, sometimes I do feel like I like we're all in a galactic council meeting, and and we as our human expressions are showing up, going, I I think I need to hear this today. Cause who's who can tell me that today? And I'm like, I'll say it, I'll say it, and I may get in trouble for it. You may hate me for it, but I will say it because I I see that it's just set our light free here that we brought with us, right? Um, so there are many times when I hear often, often, often people say that's exactly what I needed to hear today, or I was just thinking about that yesterday, and then when you said it today, I could trust it even more that I, that that's that that's a beautiful way forward. Yeah, it's like activating, you know, sacred truth codes, which these truth codes that you talk about on the Zion retreat, which people can have access to. But that's what we're doing here activating yeah. sacred truth codes and you know a truth code when you when you hear it because you're like oh my gosh yes 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 it. yes you feel yeah. it like oh my god yeah. yes they're saying exactly how i feel and yeah. um that's a truth code activated <laughs> no, there are many more um Jill, I want to let people know, some people may be new to the show and if they are the way that you access uh these special offers from Jill Go to straighttalkforthesoul.com forward slash marketplace. You'll see um, Jill's picture. Just click on it, and uh, you'll see the offers that we're speaking of. And if you have registered for the show, all of that information will be in your replay email later. But um, I'm excited about that, Jill, about this new offer. Wow. And mm. I'm sure you're going to get a lot a lot of playmates, new playmates from people who will have the sessions with you, which to me, we're all walking hand in hand, heart to heart. We're all just, you know, playing together. No one's better or worse. We're all just bringing um, our unique flavor uh, to the game, you know, and uh, I love yours. You're just, so <laughs> I wish you would, you need to come play more often. Oh, oh, thank you. I, I, I really, um, I, I hope. I love my life so much. I love my Jill. Um, I'm not asking her to be perfect. I'm not asking her to know everything everyone else knows. I'm just asking her to know what she knows and live what she knows. And I, I do feel like that um, is contagious in a way for other people. I know the results are liberating. Like we've been using the word activating, um, inspiring, motivating. Um, it's and it's joyful. It is so joyful. It's so it's so relief. It's such a relief too from the the other versions of, of quote unquote being spiritual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can't so wait to hear the Zion recordings. It's just I yes. I'm so excited for them to hear them carry, and then the Q and A calls. And you know, I encourage you as you if you if you decide to purchase to comment on the page. It's a really cool system I have of where we offer the materials where there's a comment section and you can add what it meant to you and, um, you know, start developing your questions if you have any or what you want to share about about why it was so meaningful to you for the Q&A call in early March. It's, we'll be all ready for that by then and hope, probably another evolution of ourselves and by that point. And I was just nodding <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, speaking of ISIS, a lot of people have been writing in. Joyce, you wrote in and you asked, are you going to do the ISIS activation today? We did that about at the uh, – hour in Joyce mm-hmm. um, um, maybe you missed it but we did do that we kind of went into and it was beautiful we had a lot of people write in um, about that there's a whole list of feedback comments here Jill that um, awesome. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go through but um, Joyce yes we did do that um, 
Yes. It'll be and there you. for you in the replay, Joyce. Don't worry. It's good. Right. Uh, what is the cost of this special offer? Let me look. It is, um, oh, well, awesome. Offer A for the Zion Truth Codes retreat um, recordings and all that, and the session with Jill, well, and the, uh, the, um, in March when you're going to have a, a call with all of them. All of that is 122 with the payment plan, the two payment plan option. And then the, all of that with the private session is 211-211 with the uh, two pay option. So um, there you go, answering that question. And yay, we, um, <laughs> we, did, we did great here today, Jill. Um, I'm pumped up. And I'm excited. <laughs> and do you have any final um, final words? <laughs> uh, Enlightening words? No. Yeah. yeah oh, just anything else you'd like to share to say goodbye? As my brothers and sisters and my siblings of, of light and the all that is, please honor yourself. Look for ways in this reality that honor the light that you are. It's a wonderful way to go through this life, to know that you are eternally light and to interact with others and to be alongside each other that, that not only treat you that way, they know you that way. It's, it's, the, it's the most amazing upgrade that you can imagine. It, it is ascension of your human into another version of itself that you created by allowing you to be the light that you are. Mm. I love that we are all doing this together and celebrating one another, Jill, you know, that there's nothing greater. There's nothing better. So thank you, my beautiful soul sister. I love you, Jill Renee Thieler. (laughs) um, (laughs) I love you, Carrie. Thank you. You're welcome. And to everybody um, who has joined us, thank you for the tremendous gift of your light, your presence, your love, your time today. Again, if you joined us by computer, please send us your comments and your feedback from the show. Uh, We love hearing from you. And as Jill mentioned, you know, there are so many layers to these messages, so I encourage you to listen again to receive more insights, more layers to these messages. And then consider gifting yourself with the opportunity to um, listen to these Zion recordings with Jill from her Zion retreat and work privately with her from from anywhere in the world. Um, All of that is presented in her offers. And you can find them at straighttalkforthesoul.com in our marketplace. And then we'll send out your replay email in just uh, probably a couple hours from now. So I am sending waves and waves of love and light and gratitude directly from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, offer it to those you encounter today or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And I want to remind you to join us in our Facebook group. Uh, Just type in Straight Talk for the Soul and uh, on Instagram as well. And until next time, as always, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. I look forward to seeing you all back here in this playground of light. Uh, Next time, everybody. Bye-bye.